Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. game on this podcast that we like to play called Florida versus everybody. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Florida man's, Florida man's, Florida man's. Making this the most Florida story of the week. I find wild headlines from throughout the world and read them to Doc, and in this case, you two. And you all will have to guess whether they are from Florida or everywhere else. Florida is the main contender here. Like, always, right? Like, yeah. Crazy as shit. Yeah. You were Tip in Florida recently. I was. How was yeah. that? Very pleasant. Was it? I took okay. Spirit down. Great flight. Ooh. Spirit. <laughs> and Spirit really? back. <laughs> and you do things as a comedian just to get material. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I took Spirit both ways just to get material. Yeah. And got no out. material. Damn. It was perfectly fine. Well, I mean, who can say that. there is there is a uh, a Sunoco that I go to that doesn't charge state tax on vape stuff. It's given me a lot of material that I'm working with. It's that type of gas station, yeah. the one that's like selling more problems than rehab can fix. <laughs> Those fucking rhino pills in the vapes, right? Oh. <laughs> that shit'll get you every time. Couple charged with collecting man's retirement while keeping his body in their home for six years. I feel like this is a pretty common scheme. Like, you know, grandma passes away and you just don't tell anybody for a little while, right? Because, you know, she's still getting the social security checks. I feel like this is some Midwest shit, to be honest with you. Like, this, it's giving me, like, Midwest meth vibes. Say it again. Say the, um... Couple charged with collecting man's retirement while keeping his body in their home for six years. Six years is crazy. That's smell. So you said Florida? I said Florida. You said Florida, you said Midwest. Midwest. And Zach? It's, you know, like, it. it's not that crazy of a thing, of a scheme, you know? It's not. But, like, keep if the you checks coming call, in? No. Probably so I'm like, right, but like, how Florida is it? I'm going everywhere else. It is Kansas. Oh, ah, you. I called it. Listen, I know my white people. <laughs> That's fair. I should know better. Joke's on you. Their last <laughs> name was Washington. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, that Washington became the it was Carol. Right, I was like, I meant we all assumed that it meant that it was automatically black people. That's why right? like George Washington was like the first president, but now we know it as a black last name. <laughs> Did you ever been down George Washington Avenue? I'm just saying. I've never even known of a George Washington Damn. Avenue. Well, unfortunately, Doc, you are completely right. It is a couple who was collecting more than $250,000 in retirement benefits on behalf of a dead relative yep. while they concealed the body for six years. Hell yeah, bro. Listen. I think that, that was a lot less interesting now that it apparently is that predictable. It's not. I mean, it, I wouldn't call it predictable, right? Like I said, I know my white people, right? <laughs> Have you ever watched Breaking Bad? I'm just saying, look, and them people out there in the Midwest get desperate. That's New Mexico, right? Like Breaking Bad? Yeah. 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 Next headline, 
a pet cat thrown off a train dies. No now shit. Now thousands want the conductor to lose her job. She threw her own pet that cat off That could happen anyway, because that sounds like something a train hopper would do to just get the cat off the train before them. But they want the conductor? Was yes. it the conductor's cat? Uh, no. It's just, it's stated as a pet cat thrown off of a train. By the oh. owner or by the staff. So the conductor was like, you gotta get this fucking cat off my train right now, Well, I, I, I'm just saying, this is the headline. It just doesn't a say anything. A pet cat thrown gonna, off of a train. He's not gonna lie. Now thousands. Oh. We gotta guess first. Want oh. the conductor to lose her job. I'm not gonna give any contact in the article. Because you gotta judge it off the headline. I think that could have happened anywhere. I'm calling Italy. I feel like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Florida. All right. This is, like I said, there was one callback, Moscow. Damn. Moscow. It's Russia. So this, this bit was Russia. originally Russia versus Florida, and then Russia invaded Ukraine, and we felt that it would be in bad taste. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> More than 300,000 people have signed a petition calling for a Russian train conductor to lose her job after she threw a pet cat off a train. Was it a Ukrainian believing cat? Believing it was a stray. <laughs> From Ukraine, right? Yeah, it's a fucking Ukrainian refugee, and she was like, get this shit off my train. The white and ginger tomcat, known as Twix, escaped from her carrier on a train traveling between Yekaterinburg and St. Petersburg on January 11th. He was found by the conductor, who forcibly ejected the animal from the carriage (laughs) while the train was stopped in the town of Kirov, east of Moscow. Oh, the train wasn't moving? Okay, like, the headline makes this train conductor sound like, yeah, a psychopath, right? (laughs) Land on your feet this time, bitch. (laughs) Hundreds of people banded together in sub-zero temperatures to search for the animal who was later found dead on January 20th, oh, no. a little oh, over half damn. a mile from the train tracks where he had been left. Yeah. Volunteers reported that Twix had perished from the severe cold and suffered a number of suspected animal bites. R.I.P. Twix. Jesus. How much chocolate's in Twix? <laughs> uh, at this point, I mean, after the severe animal bites, <laughs> less than 40%. How much cocoa are we talking about? How much cocoa are we talking about? Not a lot, Nestle. In a statement, Russian state train operator RZHD said that it, quote, sincerely regretted, end quote, the death of Twix and vowed that it would change its rules on how employees should approach unaccompanied animals. Quote, we sincerely regret the death of Twix the cat and apologize to its owner. Bro, I'm trying to figure out what part of the rule book made this nigga go, nope, this cat has to get off this train. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot drive this. He is not paid for. There's no ticket on this cat. Yeah, like. Pissing all over the place. I'm allergic. (laughs) Fuck. You expect me to drive the train on Benadryl? That's crazy. Man accused of beating iguana to death denied stand your ground defense. Florida. Uh, can you repeat that? Man accused of beating iguana to death denied stand your ground defense. I don't believe, Florida, I don't believe you didn't hear it. I feel like you just wanted to hear the headline again. <laughs> <laughs> this is Florida. 
<laughs> Defense attorney for PJ Patterson claims viciously attacked by iguana. I bet. Prosecutor yeah. says video shows yes. otherwise. What? Oh no. There's, there's body cam footage. Just oh. beat the iguana. Right. the iguana. Or... Just kind of look at that. Uh, is that the iguana? Oh, look at the beautiful specimen. Get the shit out that iguana. Oh shit! But it did. They're nasty though. They can tear you up. According to Palm Beach County Animal Care and Control Report, Patterson was seen on surveillance video beating an iguana outside the Lake Worth Beach Water Utilities Building in September. But why? Officer Patrick Prentice wrote in the report that the iguana was still breathing when he arrived but the iguana died on its way to be euthanized. <laughs> Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> Couldn't hold on for those last few minutes. So you get no, a few more last few minutes? No, man, it's like, right, you victim blaming the iguana? <laughs> Weak-ass iguana could it hold literally, on. Like, yeah. I, all right, I'm just going to read this again. That's what they're talking about. AAC I feel for the iguana. Wrote in the report sure. that the iguana was still breathing when he arrived, but the iguana died on it, all right, so it was already on its way to be killed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cause he beat it severely. It's an iguana. Let's not pay money to kill the iguana. No, <laughs> that part. The iguana had a lacerated liver, fractured pelvis, blood in its mouth, pelvis? and abdomen, and a lacerated tongue. They have I'm a pelvis. Sorry. I didn't know that. I, I think that's the, that's the shocking part. The, the video showed Patterson dragging the iguana by its yes. tail, Tormenting and stepping on it. They did an the autopsy iguana, on an iguana. Um, I'm a, sorry, a, I'm a, ne <laughs> a, a necropsy, actually. They did an autopsy. A necropsy <laughs> on an iguana. I'm sorry, this is this is Florida, right? This is Florida, right? This is Florida. So not only is Ron DeSantis using our tax dollars to ban like regular books about gay people, right? But we're also and spending. Dictionary. In the dictionary, we're spending money on necropsies for iguanas because why? Because why? Because we needed to know what exactly was wrong with this iguana that he beat to death. It's an iguana. He beat it to death. The assistant public <laughs> defender filed a motion last month nice. seeking to dismiss the, the animal cruelty charge under Florida's right. standard ground law claiming that his client was, quote, viciously attacked by a wild iguana, end quote, <laughs> while sitting in a public park. I, listen, I cannot begin to explain to you how frustrating it is that he tried to use the stand your ground law. <laughs> oh, I have a quote from the lawyer. That the iguana had a hoodie on. It's terrible. And a can, a can of Arizona tea. Mr. Patterson was enjoying the afternoon in the company Shit. of friends when he saw the iguana cross the street, in fear that the iguana would run over by the passing vehicles, Patterson went after the iguana and brought it back to safely. Oh my god. He then gently set the iguana on the floor and let it be. The iguana became visibly agitated, to which Patterson tried to calm it down and wanted to remove the iguana from the crowd to a more empty space. At this point, the iguana leaned forward with its mouth wide open, showing its sharp teeth in a threatening manner, and attempted to bite Patterson. No shit. Patterson's lawyer claimed that Patterson tried to distract the iguana so it wouldn't attack others while trying to remove the animal. It bit his arm. Quote, 
bleeding from one arm, Patterson kicked the iguana as far as he could. An altercation between Patterson and the wild beast took what did you, place. What did you say this dude's name was? P.J. Patterson. P.J. Patterson. That sounds like a fake ass name. Yeah. It's, that's just George Before Zimmerman at Witness name. Protection. Right? Like Arthur like, Knight. Like Arthur. We're not going to touch on that story, but if you know, you know. Listen. Um... At no time was the iguana posing any real threat <laughs> to Patterson. The prosecutor says in a state's response. I, all I'm saying is, you know, when when they issued that like that stay out of Florida warning, it's starting to make a lot more sense. Like even that iguanas is catching it. Uh. <laughs> From the I'm prosecutor, there is no valid legal argument that the defense could possibly have. The entire incident is objectively captured on surveillance video. The video clearly depicts all events preceding the savage attack on the animal the actual events of the attack, and the events after the attack. In no way, shape, or form was this self-defense. <laughs> he just killed him. Just walk around just swatting iguanas. I'm just mad that the Patterson iguana... kicked this defenseless animal at least 17 times. <laughs> Patterson could be sentenced up to five years in prison. I'm just mad that the iguana got more rights than most black people. That ass, that <laughs> oh my god, that is insane. I'm just gonna come back as an iguana. Right, or they a did cat. a necropsy on this nigga, yo. Yeah, or a cat, right? A cat. Probably a cat. They made that whole little Netflix documentary about that dude, right? Dude, he was killing cats. I mean, yeah. that was kind of crazy. Why are you killing that many cats? Don't, <laughs> yeah. Next one. Why would you beat an iguana to death in front of people? There's <laughs> footage. There's cameras yeah. everywhere. Beat your iguanas up in private. Wow. Don't beat them up at all. I know, I agree. <laughs> Just get out of the way of the footage, at least, please. Commit your crime correctly, alright. Ex-police officer sentenced for making man lick urinal. Lick urinal? This yeah. is giving me Las Vegas lick vibes. Urinal. It definitely does, but like Las Vegas or Florida. I wanna say Florida. That's gross. Florida. I'm upset. This is Hawaii! Damn. Damn. Listen, we don't kink shame Makes here, sense. but this is one. This is also a very short article. No, I, I'm kink shaming. Yeah. I, I was in a Facebook group called That's It, I'm Kink Shaming. <laughs> I feel like this is very worthy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo. Honolulu. Former Honolulu police officer has been sentenced to four years in prison for forcing a homeless man to lick a oh, public urinal. Damn, this just got bro. so much worse, bro. U.S. District much. Judge Leslie Kobayashi told defendant John Rabago to imagine if someone had done the same thing to his young, defenseless daughters. Was it a homeless woman? Not that that matters, but like, I just, I'm wondering where like the reference came. He's going I, to jail for four years. I wouldn't want anybody to do that to my young homeless wow. son either, is all I'm saying. Like, that's, that. that's he just fun. had daughters. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Like, that's Jesus. Yeah. Next one. Next. Good girl. Officer enlists a man's dog to help rescue him from a lake. They're not all awful stories. Oh, nice. Florida because no. it sounds so sweet. Yeah. But it probably also seems a little just off the wall enough to be Florida. I'm gonna say Florida. 
I'm calling. I'm gonna stick with it. Upstate New York. Ooh, ooh that's close. <laughs> I was calling Canada on this. Ooh, one. you are both close. It is Michigan. Damn. I found out that um, at least five puppies died in the filming of the oh, seventh Airbud, and that Airbud died within two months at the con- after the conclusion of filming of the first one. Ladies, to take the wholesome palate cleanser story and absolutely ruin it with a twisted Reddit fact. Did you know that the dogs that were <laughs> acting in Airbud were fucking physically abused and made to go on the Judy Garland diet? But oh just God. cigarettes and coffee for Airbud. That's all. God. A man who fell through the ice on a frozen on a frozen Michigan lake was rescued after a quick-thinking state trooper officer used the stranded man's dog to get rescue equipment to him and pull the man to safety. Bystanders called 911 on Thursday after the 65-year-old Traverse City man fell through ice-covered Arbutus Lake. The body camera worn by Michigan State Police Officer Cameron Bennett captured the rescue, initially showing the man trapped in frigid waters with just his head shown. The officer ties the rescue disc to the dog's collar and asks the man to call Ruby back to him. When she returns to her owner, Bennett tells the man to take the disc from Ruby and to start kicking his legs. Lord, hey dog. What a good girl! The dog actually uh, really did, like, you can see the picture, like, really did help pull the right. guy out of the frozen lake. I've said it before, I'll say it again. We don't deserve dogs. Yeah. Um, dogs are still cops, though. <laughs> <laughs> don't put that on dogs. <laughs> They're not I mean, complicit the in that. Where your drugs are, so. <laughs> True. Yeah. Only because they were told that that smell is bad. I mean, cats don't do anything they're told, so you have that. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> Burglars call nine one one to get help moving stuff from their house. That sounds dumb enough. To what be country Florida could this thing. be? In? Yeah, I... yeah, that's probably Florida. I'm gonna stick with Florida. I'm gonna go with Portugal. You have read, you have been through enough of these stories that you really know. You're like, all right, I'm gonna really <laughs> try to pinpoint for this. No, cause that's so dumb. Like that is so dumb. Like, do you know how high yeah. you have to be? Yeah. Like to be like, you know what would be perfect right now? If we called the cops, the cops to help us. Like, I'm not even gonna go on Angie's list and see if there's, like, movers that I yeah. could hire, like, for this, like, just, yep. com- like, just completely, like, imp- complicit somebody in this uh, unintentionally. Right? No. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna call the police. <laughs> right? Um, because no, they help. help they help people move stuff. They don't even give you a ride when you're drunk. Like, if you're outside mm. of the club and you're like, ooh, you know what? I totally overshot this. Maybe I should call Officer Dan. And oh, see if he'll give me a ride. No, they're like, ha, ha, ha. Guess where you're going, buddy? <laughs> no. Yeah, so I'm like, you're going to the first episode of Atlanta. Yeah, so I'm like, nah, yeah, I'll call the cops. They'll help me move this stuff. They're good guys. It's gotta be Portugal. Sweet. This is Florida. What? Yay. <laughs> People think they can call the cops in America for help? 
Thank you. Moving shit. White and moving shit. Uh, white and moving things. Moving. They should so help move. Anglo white and in Florida. Two people in Florida were arrested after one of them made a 911 call to help with moving their belongings from a home they were burglarizing. The murder <laughs> authorities said. It's, so much more respect for Florida now. It's not even like after you steal the stuff. Right, and then you're like, "Ooh, I gotta get out of this house!" Right, like this is hot. Right, yeah. like no, no, you're like, as I'm in the process of stealing, like, you know who'd be helpful here? The police, if they're they're accessories to the crime, they should get While talking too. to deputies, the female suspect told them that she had called 911 for the purpose of having law enforcement help them move their belongings <laughs> from the house that they were burglarizing. They also wanted to get a ride to the airport so they could spend the weekend in New York. What did sure. they think they were, D.B. Cooper? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Deputies did help them with their belongings and did give them a ride, but it wasn't to the airport. Uh-huh. It was to uh-huh. Polk Pokey. <laughs> oh, no, that was a release from the uh, sheriff's office. <laughs> so the sheriff thought they <laughs> Which they always I'm not surprised this is Florida. I'm just surprised people are that. It really feels like some, maybe this is like some 5D chess shit where it's like, if I get the cops to help me steal this stuff, then I can't be guilty because a cop to help me steal it. Reverse entrapment? Haha, Uno reverse card. Well, that was the last Florida versus everybody. And I will tally the final score out of seven articles. Doc is the winner with five correct, and Satara and Zach tie with three. I, I don't feel like I can accept this win. It's like home field advantage, right? It feels a little dirty. I played this game before. I mean, you got, uh, you got, I mean, like, you came out. I was like, oh shit, he's on his A game when you were like the Midwest, and the first story was Kansas. I'm like, oh shit, strong. Doc's on his A game. <laughs> but that's the whole point of this story is Florida is such a fucked up place that I can read wild headlines and you still might think they're from Florida. I got a wild headline for you that is not from Florida, though. However, it kind of surprises me that Florida is not the first place to attempt this, but a city in Kentucky, Lexington, Kentucky, Mm -hmm. as a matter of fact, um, has become one of the first cities in America to promote tourism through the vastness of the universe. The Lexington Convention and the Visitors Bureau used an infrared laser beam to beam a message into space to invite extraterrestrial travelers. Lexington native Robert Lauder and the Lexington Convention and the Visitors Bureau beamed a message 40 light years away to the habitable planets in TRAPPIST-1. Yeah, 40 light years away, they estimate that it will take about 40 years for the message to get there and then 40 years for them to receive a message back because I guess they're actually expecting a message back. Wait a second, Uh, wait a second. So they sent music to Trappist and it's not 2 chains. We brought together experts and engineers, uh, linguistics and digital media and philosophy and science fiction designers to debate and transmit this message. It is FAA approved um, and bitmat imaged. Gotta ask them. And bitmat imaged um, and it includes yeah, uh, different sites from Kentucky, uh, local music artists. 
you know, I actually, I, I have something to say. You, you, if you're going to transmit something to literal aliens, it probably is for the best that it's FAA approved. Elements of yeah. life, uh, molec the molecular structure of water. The government's um, going to have to deal with it anyway. Bourbon and dopamine, so the aliens will know what dopamine and liquor is when they get here. Um, they will also know about Jack Harlow because he's from Kentucky. Uh, right. <laughs> and I'm just like, of all the places, could you imagine for the first contact to be in Kentucky? Not not DC. It just goes to show Florida. that Kentucky historically has always had a great recruit recruiting program. <laughs> I probably assume that the important stuff is in Kentucky than DC. Uh, you're like, they probably should have had like a message from John Calipari. <laughs> like Come to Kentucky. I would rather them hear go-go music than check on Yeah. Uh, yep. Go-go <laughs> music or Baltimore club music? Mm. Baltimore club. Can you imagine the aliens coming down here and rocking off, though? <laughs> like, I would love that. That'd be perfect. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, like, worst case scenario, the moment I know that Earth will be fucked, if it's like the fucking UFO lands, and then the, the platform drops, and then all of you hear, like, echoing out is Chief Keith, and I'm like, oh, we're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just like, can you imagine what that message would have looked like coming from... We're gonna from, die! Coming from Baltimore, though? <laughs> just yeah. chicken spots? <laughs> I think, like, Chief Keith would be, like, Under the 2024 Armor. equivalent of, like, war drums. You're just, like, you hear them, you run. Omar's coming! I'm like, this had to be Kentucky, right? Because only white people would blast messages out in the space for, like, anybody to hear. And thinking right? Jack Harlow would be a worthwhile addition to it. I'm just like, bro, like, we great, don't... we're going to send humanity in a nutshell. What are we going to use to represent the artistic accomplishments of humanity? I'm... Jack Harlow. Listen, I'm a who gonna be there kind of nigga like I'm a who gonna, I'm just like you like inviting anybody to come to Kentucky that's kind of crazy you don't know what kind of aliens you get this might not be like fifth element they wouldn't have done this if they were on the southern border right oh my god right first and foremost so Kentucky probably they don't want to invite no aliens thank you right right like I'm absolutely certain there's some kind of like <laughs> immigration thing on the ballot out there, right? Meanwhile, why is it Rondon Santon come out on this? <laughs> it's crazy that it's Kentucky. Is Ron DeSantis a robot or no? He's just bland. It's bland. It's really bad when you try to copy everything Donald Trump does and you're still yeah. bland. <laughs> Very bland. If we get those fucking we, heels. We roast Donald all the time, but there is one thing we cannot say that he is, and that is bland. Right? He is certainly not bland. The tan. That How magic? could you be bland with that orange tan? No, uh, Ron DeSantis is definitely like the Kirkland version of Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so much so that he dropped out. Right? Couldn't even get past Nikki Haley. I'm not surprised. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy got this uh, wild <laughs> realization that uh, right-wing voters are racist and that he is a brown person. You mean when Donald Trump immediately turned on him after he dropped out of the uh, fucking <laughs> the Republican running? I think the funniest fucking thing about this whole primary uh, is what you said last week 
about Nikki Haley and the Civil War and Donald Trump, where you were just like, yeah, you made Trump come across and look good. Like, you dumbass. Like, of course the Civil War was caused by slavery. Anytime you make Trump look woke, it's like, that's, yeah, they can't be great optics, right? Like, they can't be great optics. Uh, I brought up Tubi earlier because I was, you know, Tubi is trending a lot right now because of the crazy, like, movies they'll give because Cat Williams, tubes. and they open to be looking for Cedric the Entertainer <laughs> specials, and they don't find them. Man, listen. I love the Honda. The ones he hosts. All Star Comedy Jam. Yeah. 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 No, the set is funny. What else is? What else is? is he, or is he just doing yes. jokes the whole time? Ah. We've seen the proof now. His and delivery is yeah, good, yeah, yeah. but I believe it's I believe that he's probably not as much of a writer as we think he is. No. Yeah. I but I mean, Cat always claimed to be a writer, and he always gave credence of the comics he gave credence to. One of them was Dave Chappelle. And you said that Dave actually responded to this, right? Cat has not stopped trending since appearing. Like on I said, right Christian now he's, he's leaderboard for Time Magazine's Person of the Year. That's um, my favorite special all year. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be hard to top that. Uh, leading into the year with that crazy three-hour interview, right? It's but, it's wild. Shannon Sharp has three Super Bowl rings, <laughs> and this is right now what he's known for. Okay, to be honest, I didn't know how Shannon Sharp was famous. He played football. Ravens. Yeah. Ravens. He, for a bit. Broncos yeah. and Ravens. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. He won three Super Bowls in four years. Speaking okay. of the Ravens, right? <laughs> uh, by the time you hear this, they will definitely. Damn, when is the next time they play after this? Shit. Uh, next I'm week. The worst we can say, uh, by the time this releases, um, the Ravens will either be or be not be in the Super or Bowl. Or just have played the AFC Championship game. Uh, so we will know if they will be going yeah, to the Super Bowl. Yeah, we're not going to, since we do record a week behind, we're, like, we currently, we were watching the, the Chiefs-Bills game earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't see how it ended because we had to finish recording. But because we were watching the Chiefs-Bills game earlier, we're not going to be current on when you hear this drop. So we're not going to really opine on all of that. Let's just wait until after where we can talk about um, Usher's halftime show performance and his <laughs> continuing villain arc, including spoiling Jujutsu Kaisen. But back to Dave Chappelle. Yeah, no, so Dave recently spoke out at a stand-up that he was doing and pretty much called Cat Williams a snitch for uh, lack of a better term and was like, you giving up the game and spilling tea on people who ain't even really done nothing to you, right? Like, people who just, you know, uh, done things to people adjacent to him. Uh, But what is really trending, though, is the fact that Dave thinks that Cat is kind of stepping out of line by calling out his fellow black comedians and not throwing any shade at quote-unquote white boys. Mm. Didn't Pete Davidson catch some smoke in that yeah, whole Pete thing? Davidson could, <laughs> yeah, he, he basically called Pete Davidson good luck, Chuck. Dave Cook? Dane Cook? Yeah, the Dane Cook movie. Yeah. Dane. Remember Dane Cook? Yeah. No. Uh, oh, this, this is my take. If Deadpool was made in 2003, oh yeah, 100% Dane, Dane Cook would have been Deadpool. I would have hated that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But so would Ryan you Reynolds. know I'm fucking right. Yeah, no, you're yep. right. Yeah. Definitely. That's accurate. That's like, no, actually, they wanted Sean William Scott at one point to be Deadpool. All right, Sean Ooh, William Scott. I I like Sean William Scott, and I kind of wish he would come back. I yeah. feel yeah, I mean, like he that... is in things, but like like one of my favorite cult so classic movies Stickler. is Evolution with David uh, Duchovny, yeah, Orlando yeah, Jones, yeah, and Sean yeah, William yeah, Scott. Yeah, yeah. 
Like, anytime people are like, like a bird, I'm just like, cuckoo, cuckoo, chucky, chucky. Oh my god, I'm a school teacher now. The pussy is the weirdest line ever. It's <laughs> great. Like, I love that movie. I mean, I'm a huge David Duchovny fan. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, off of, like, especially I off of X-Files, like, shit. it's it's so great that he does this ridiculous alien movie while he's doing all of these serious alien uh-huh. shows. Like, yeah. he's the only actor, by the way, fun fact, to have a Golden Globe main actor win in drama and comedy. Oh, nice. really? Yeah. For the same show? Uh, for Californication oh, for comedy okay, and X-Files, I think, for drama. Okay. It's like my favorite hate watch show. Californication? Really? Yeah, it's like I know I like it, but I like it because I hate it so much. It's it is very cheesy after so a certain cheesy. point. Yeah, they have the but, dude from Sex in the City. Like yeah. in Sex in the City, he is the most beloved man in that show. Oh, Runkle? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like he's such a piece of shit here. Yeah. I'm like, yes. Yeah, fucking masturbating in your office till you find like yeah, no, that show is so Ooh. irreverent, dude. Like, Californication is Sex in the City for men. Really? Mm, this is this is a hot take. I literally yeah, am just coming off. I don't feel like I don't feel like that stance. I don't feel like that stance. I feel like you need more male perspectives. You yeah. only have like two main ones. Yeah, it's really. Right. Yeah, yeah. No. Right, no, it's more Gilmore Girls male? for men. Ooh, that's a good take. Yeah, because there's a duo. Male sex in the yeah. city is entourage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's. Mm, yeah. I like that. That's fair. Entourage um, probably hasn't aged well. I haven't watched no. it in a few years. I, so I mean, it probably hasn't aged. Lots of things that came out in the 2000s haven't aged no. well. It's just like Reno 911. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell people that's watch the movie yeah. Malibu's Most Wanted oh, yeah. now. Yeah. The Middle Eastern guy who pretends to be a rapper yells yeah. jihad. And shoots a rocket launcher at someone. Listen, they're rebooting Y2K, so y'all just get ready for it. I, like, I wonder if there's going to be a fourth Harold and Kumar now. Because oh it's God, like a please not. The Cal third Pen. one was already like pushing it. But yeah. Cal Penn, I think his renaissance is coming where he starts doing like less of the DJ thing. Yeah. Hangover 4, directed and produced by Brian. I just... going to be some like art flick. They keep making no, house party movies and like yeah they, they are and it's yeah. just like we can just make a new movie we don't yeah. even have to put house party on no, the name. I'm like can we make just can we just make new black movies like the book yeah. of Clarence from what I hear the blackening yeah yeah I've heard good things about that yeah the book of Clarence I hear is a good watch right like yeah. you know it doesn't really I, I have heard that they, fall, I, they cloned yeah. Tyrone was great yeah I was Yo, about to say they cloned Tyrone was amazing yeah. so yeah. I was about to say yeah. I, I the harder they fall was really I saw an article that went viral that said. Um, who cloned Tyrone is a certified hood classic. <laughs> um, but speaking of rebooting the 70s aesthetic, that movie had like, you know, 70s like black exploitation film like all over. <laughs> also, when his daughter was like three weeks old, we watched Shaft. I don't have any like strong shots. She's like she's like Gen Alpha, so she she wouldn't appreciate. The Samuel Jackson one is also the remake from like the original like black exploitation movie. Shafts went to Africa too. (laughs) I like that in the most recent one they have like Samuel Jackson and like the OG Shaft like as like it's a family business. Yeah, and like kind of like they did with uh, the fucking Captain America, uh, (laughs) the Marvel show that. um, I watched none of the shows. Oh damn, for real. Uh, I wanted to watch She-Hulk because Megan Thee Stallion was in it, but I'm like, I don't need to do it. 
WandaVision was good. Uh, the Captain America one was good. Captain, Captain Falcon America Soldier does you win your chance. Captain America Winter Soldier was good. Um, WandaVision Loki, and Loki are definitely... I was going to say, like, Loki is the one that everybody loves. Like, like Loki is actually like Emmy-quality television. I think um, all three of the ones I just named were Emmy-quality television. Uh, and then after that, they all kind of like go downhill from there. They're all kind of like... Now they feel like sci-fi show, like sci-fi channel shows, like, uh, oh, damn, like, Babylon 2023 oh, or whatever, <laughs> Stargate Bye. SG-9, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, shows like shit. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, that's what the Marvel shows feel like to me. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of getting oversaturated to a point, yeah. it's like, I get you guys have this huge well yeah. of content. And it's, it's like really camp- The wild thing we don't need is no. how bloated these budgets are for these shows. They blew the budget on She-Hulk and other... Do you know how big the budget for She-Hulk was? 22... $250 million! Damn. $250 million! Just for him to look like that? (laughs) For the story to be like that? And the production quality to be like that? And the writing quality to be like that? I know she fucks Daredevil and like Megan the Stallion is there and pretty stoked about that. Like I'll eventually watch it and just be like, yeah. yeah the writing, the, the the ending was literally just like the ultimate fuck you to like, and it's Marvel. I get that that like, one of their appeals is um, like this meta inter commentary and almost like implied humor, which has actually become one of these uh, like big uh, talking points in the film industry. There's a, a video I can link you to uh on youtube called the marbleization of cinema mm. yeah and one of the big things is like this meta commentary implying people have this prerequisite knowledge your comics you understand it would be way easier to tell jokes if you know your audience already knows these things yeah yeah oh yeah it was hard to tell my barbie joke if like the audience hadn't seen the movie yet. yeah if i could assume that my audience has seen like five particular animes I would be set. Like, I could make a fucking career off of that. I wish I could make more, like, niche jokes for the, like, stripper anime bit. Yeah. Like, Frieza being racist the easiest one. Oh my god. Uh, while we're on the topic of stripper anime, like, this is relevant. So the last time I was at the strip club working on homework. Love it. And this one stripper, like, sees my tattoo, and she's like, Oh, I heard a weed, blah, 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 like, Attack on Titan. I'm just like, yeah, you know, that's great. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's cool. And then she, like, keeps talking, and I'm like, I, I mean, yeah, that's great. Like, here, I'm working on stuff, right? And, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, what do you think about Aaron and all of them? I'm like, ah. I mean, this weird situation where it's, like, how do I just get this, like, super enthusiastic, like, You're topless a- woman to just be like, can you go away without being extremely insulting? Like, I mean, yeah, but you're also at a strip club. They're working. They need to mingle to make their money. But she, like, wanted to talk about Attack on Titan. Like, I could tell. Like, she probably just binge watched it, and there's nobody else at work that she can talk to about Attack on Titan. This one guy, I fucking know he watches anime. And anybody who watches anime in 2024, here at this time, 2023, is watching Attack on Titan. And I have some things to say, damn it. Yeah. I 
movie. You think none of the other strippers from my personal it? experience. With how enthusiastic and built up she was with it, I don't think at the time, no. From my personal experience, when I saw a dude reading manga at the strip club that I was working on, I was like, oh, I had an older brother. So then I started talking about him. Like, I started talking about Rave Master. Yeah. It's not because I wanted someone to talk to about it. It's just like, this is niche and you're going to be impressed and maybe give me money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But oh, also, God. maybe she was excited. I'm sorry. I don't mean to burst the bubble. To be honest, she was not my type. There it is. Bury the lead. <laughs> there it is. But I was also working productively. And she's not. She was. Okay. However, hey. I will say hey. she wasn't when she was wasting her time on me. Then she was not working productively. Maybe she's she was in fact wasting her time. I would say she's bad at her job for that. Well, as someone who's also bad at my job, I just thought <laughs> <laughs> if I like just talk to someone who's like, oh, you're interested in this thing, I gotta talk to you about it. So maybe that'll work because I don't know how to talk to everyone else. Sorry. Look, everybody <laughs> is their own beautiful, unique flower. Yeah, that's just why I can't go back to stripping because I'm, I'm not very also, strippers can watch anime, bro. Like, you like, man, because she was like, hey, yo, we have something we could connect on. And he was like, I'm here to do work. Like, not to ongoing titties. Club to do work. I'm like, any other time? Do I'm... you not see I'm That's busy, so harlot? I do not. You go um, there for like a non-social thing and they like, right. we're it's trying to make our money. Uh, one of the funniest the things. Go to Chili's. One of the funniest things <laughs> is there was this stripper with the stripper name Alex. Alex. And the real name Crystal. <laughs> no, because her fantasy's having the name Alex. Right. Like, she's like, that's, I, just want to I was like, name. you realize how funny that is, right? Yeah. She's like, that is exactly that's, why I, I did that. Your mom is wrong for naming her Crystal. Just what the fuck? <laughs> she's like, I'm just going to pick the most basic fucking name. And I'm like, you know what? That's hilarious. She gave her a stripper name. And now she fantasizes about being Alex who's stripping college. <laughs> I just want to be Alex, an accountant. <laughs> I have Rachel the account. I have like a specific hairstyle that like I call her Rachel from accounting <laughs> and then I go to karaoke and I get lit and like Rachel from accounting came out tonight. Yeah, she's like, I finished those reports early. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Doc, I got three things left. You want to talk about Yemeni's pirates, North Korea, or Usher? I feel like we should go with the Usher story. It's definitely the lightest of the stories. Do we want to end the episode on a heavy note? I don't know. You, you think we should end the episode on heavy note? So let's talk North Korea. I like Korea. heavy whichever way you want to do it. Yeah. What, yeah. Let's talk Pretty North like. Korea. What's going on? As long on as it's Korea. consensual. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yes. Is, is anything with North Korea ever consensual? Well, CNN says that North Korea's Kim vows to dismantle father's unification arch as he declares South Korea, quote, principal enemy. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un on Monday vowed to remove a massive monument to the possible reunification of the Korean peninsula that his father constructed in Pyongyang, calling it a, quote, eyesore. 
they'll totally not consult. Right, because I'm sure he didn't consult South Korea. North Korea has also been active militarily in recent weeks, firing hundreds of artillery rounds into waters near a disputed border between North and South Korea, and testing what it is said to be a ballistic missile topped with a hypersonic glide vehicle. Yeah. So what that all translates into is pew 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 into the water and look at us shoot a bunch of stuff that America can blow up in 30 seconds. <laughs> it was very aggro of you. It's uh, also very true. I mean, listen, they're shooting hypersonic missiles. That's not like a, uh, I'm going to just wink and blink at that. Right? We can put Jewish space lasers yes. in the air in the 80s. You say what? it. Wait, what? You said it. He said it. <laughs> Star Wars. He just oh, said. Uh, he just said America in in a, a long drawn out way. Like, <laughs> I mean, but yes. no, for real. Like America's weapon systems are like so fucking advanced that they could take that shit out. So America is right, but you know who is right next door? South Korea, who right. has American who has American bases. Yeah, these are the ramifications of long-term colonialism and how big stick diplomacy in America post-World War II, our major export is actually our military-industrial complex. And you think all of that is hypersonic missile buffering? Like I'm thinking hypersonic hypersonic missile buffering don't mean jack shit when you have Jewish space lasers. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, listen, there there are reasons why World War III is trending right now. According to Marjorie Jewish space lasers are a real threat, so... I'm not talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm talking about the realistic ass missiles that the niggas is launching off into the fucking ocean. Right, like, and into the ocean, fair enough, right? But one day... They are attacking the water. They might be tired of showboating and peacocking, right? Kind of like Russia did with Ukraine, right? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. There's a reason why World War III is trending right now. And it's not because we're getting closer and closer to Nuketown, right? I I don't think... Oh, that's a great map. Anyway, I don't... I think it's... It's it's pretty blatant. Like the the monument is like literally two Koreans like reaching across and like grabbing hands, and he's like, "No, nah, we're gonna blow that shit up." Actually, just our half. I like how petty that is. It's, it's because yeah. it's like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fire missiles at you, but then we're changing the fucking wallpaper. Okay, yeah. <laughs> fuck out of here. Doing this too. You made a bit. Crazy. The fact that he said they was going to blow it up is... I mean, like, because what else are you going to... It's a whole-ass bridge. Like, you have to blow it up. You're not going to take, oh, like, like, a wrecking Louis, ball. Oh, it's like the St. Louis, like, art yeah, drill. You're not yeah. going to take a wrecking ball to that shit. That's how you would have to get rid of it, right? So it's kind of just like he's just being like, oh, we're going to get rid of it. But, like, yeah, he's bragging. It's like if you just right? blew up one half of the, of the fucking gate of Gondor and it was just the one dude with his arm out, <laughs> it would look weird. It's like guys who say they're babysitting their kids. It's like, no, you're just... You're just being a dad, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's so weird. you have to blow the bridge up. Like, like that's how you have to get rid of it. <laughs> You're not saying anything. Are you gonna shoot it with a ballistic missile? Because that would be wild, right? That would, yeah, that would be very Florida, of Kim Jong. I mean, this is just like, I feel like Kim Jong Un was like, oh, I mean, Israel's doing it. Fuck it, let's go live. I mean, speaking of Israel, right? Popular. Like, 
the whole reason it's popular. <laughs> the whole reason like Yemen is in the news, right, is because they were like providing aid to Gaza. And well, Hassan Piker is not helping. <laughs> Yo, uh, leftist YouTube is so wild to me, right? Because like they are the only ones willing to stand up and be crazier than the right and like right leaning media, and it's like, nah, I'm going to completely side with Yemenese pirates because Israel bad. <laughs> I mean, like, the first question Hassan asked uh, this Yemenese pirate who has been colloquially named uh, Tim Houthi Chalamet, because he is quite handsome. Perfect. Uh, is it? Yo, man, have you watched... <laughs> it's like, hey, man, have you watched One Piece? He's like, yeah, I've been watching One Piece since I was a kid. And it's like, oh, great. This this is the move we're setting, Hassan. Way to be in your real journalist uh and me being a real journalist i was watching vosh and vosh was like this is kremlin quality journalism right here and i'm like you know vosh you're a dick but you have a good point here the propaganda is rising no um listen we did that part already (laughs) (laughs) bro uh (laughs) first of all it's very peak 2024 to have a Yemeni's terrorist pirate on a stream. Like, yeah. I just, I can't begin to explain how surreal that is to me. Like, we're we're at that part. And like, talking about One Piece, it feels like we're in BoJack Horseman. <laughs> if BoJack Horseman, oh, we're in like, the darkest timeline. I was gonna say if BoJack Horseman Absolutely. like did the fusion dance with Where's idiocracy, right? And like we're all just in here, like I mean, we determined that the timeline split when Harambe was killed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's when the timeline split. That's when we slipped into the dumb black hole. Okay. Yeah. The dumb eighties. We're in the eighties. The dumb eighties. No, like it's it's the eighties, but everything is just dumber. I mean, things were dumb in the eighties, except like the which is really saying something. This is like the the worst eighties reboot ever, and now we're about to like Trump is is dumb Watergate. And now we're about to reboot no, Y2K. No, Trump Reagan and Watergate. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Throw in all that Nixon. Just all of that Nixon. <laughs> right? All yeah. of that Ronald. Except for instead of being a Hollywood actor, he was a reality TV star. Right. Right? Like, why is the apprentice guy running, running the, the country? country? Running the country. And then you have what? Like an overwhelming majority of these niggas, like, yeah, you know what? Go ahead and vote him in again, just because I don't like how sleepy Joe talks. Like, you know, it's like Joe Biden should have been president. You were already vice president. Why do you need to be president? Part of me was really hoping that it would just be like, like his four years would just be an episode of Curb, and not like who Trump? Yeah, an episode of Twenty Four. Like I was really hoping. I'm just like, can we get four years of Curb and no political like, like. Insurrections. I'm trying to figure out. The insurrection was crazy. I was at work and we had the TVs on at work and I look (laughs) over and I'm like, why are they climbing the building? The best tweet I saw was, well, we didn't see that steadily escalating for four years. (laughs) This nigga literally says, stand back and stand by. My January 6th opened uh, with him calling me. I can't listen to Ariel. To wake up. I'm like, like, what's going on? What's up, doc? He's like, they're storming the Capitol. I'm like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, they're storming the Capitol. I'm like, all right, hold on a second. 
Oh shit! They're storming the Capitol! We were climbing the side it's great. on the scaling of the building. <laughs> yep. The I, I, I actually have, like, hella respect for the Capitol Police Department that day. They called a white lady that day. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up. I laughed way too hard. You know, they killed a white lady. Yeah. That means yeah. a lot. They capped that bitch too, right? Like, it wasn't even an accidental fire. They were like, ma'am, ma'am, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> and, and, and they didn't get charged for it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but now the narrative is switched. And like, what is it? An overwhelming, there's something like 60 to 70% of Republican voters believe that January 6th was an inside job by the left. And I'm like, <laughs> so you believe that we would win an election and then stage a coup to overturn the election that we won? <laughs> like, where does that make sense? Make it make sense. Please. <laughs> I don't get it. Your guy literally told y'all, he primed y'all for months and was like, listen, if I lose, you know it's fucked up because y'all love me. Y'all love me so hard that there's no way I can lose. I'm out here always winning. DJ Khaled, right? Oh <laughs> another Trump out there, another one. <laughs> that was insane. Yo, and then he, when he lost, they was like, I can't believe it, he lost. <laughs> you mean you can't believe the guy that came down on a golden escalator? That shit is hilarious. <laughs> Yo. So tacky. A golden escalator, like, bro. Dude, I was like, y'all elected that he's nigga so president. With his book with Can his you friend. imagine if Barack Obama had came down on a golden escalator? <laughs> After to, they lost their minds over a Dottie TNC? American opulence. To fucking earth, wind, and fire, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Bell bottoms. Yeah. Picking his fro out. <laughs> oh my god. This country fucked up, y'all. <laughs> but I can fix it. Yes, we can. Oh my god, bro. We're damned. What I hate from like a comedy perspective though, is how fucking funny he is. Yeah. Cause like I want to be on my team. That's why he cooks. That is why he cooks, bro. That infuriates me. Cause conservative comedy sucks. Donald is the funniest thing cooking to them oh, really? right now, bro. Yeah. Like, oh my God, who else they got? You need I some Gutfeld. Ricky Gervais. No. And Rob Schneider. Half of Dave Chappelle. Rob Schneider and half of Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Is, I have this like gripe with like comics over 40 that like they're too famous to be relatable and funny anymore. Seinfeld. Oh my god, fuck Seinfeld. I mean, I will watch the show sometimes and I did catch myself watching a compilation. I'm like, oh, this is so funny. Wait a minute, he was just over the years ago. But, mm. yeah. but then like when he was in that like comedians like circle and they were it was him Chris Rock mm -hmm. Ricky Gervais and, he was the only one saying like hey stop saying the n word. word right like it's it's really not funny guys yeah I don't know like okay I do like some Chris Rock but he is a little coonish to me to be honest no sex in he's bullet control bit what that hit me right in the heart though what did his bullet control bit about how um. Oh, He's like, we don't need gun control, we need bullet control. Yeah. Make every bullet cost $5,000. You will never have it in a bystander. First yeah. of all, ammo is already expensive. <laughs> that is why Not only... Expensive enough. That's why only white people can afford it. Uh, <laughs> second of all, dog, like, his last stand-up, uh, that whole bit he did about, like, 
hitting on his daughter, was it his daughter's friend or his daughter's teacher? Oh, and Chris shit. Rock. Like, yeah, 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 bro. I was like, God, dude, that's and that's where I feel, Satara, right? Because I'm like, yo, you're just like, go sit down, bro. <laughs> like, go sit down. Why are you telling this joke? It's just like you're saying the part out loud, the quiet part out loud. Like, nobody wants to like hear this bullshit. So, like. Real quick, since we have two other comedians on here, the uh, real quick aside about that Chris Rock stand-up. I believe I sent both of you the survey that I did for my last writing series, and uh, every single response I got, no one live-streamed their comedy. Not one. But the Chris Rock special was live-streamed, which at the time was before I was doing stand-up and I was already interested in this. And I was like, I've never seen a live stream stand-up special. And if you watched it live, he fucked up yep. his set. Oh, he fucked up the closer too, dude. Yeah, That's what blew me. He, I fucked was like... up, he fucked up his set, but he recovered so quickly. And that is the fact that it was live was the closest you can get to being in a room. Because all of us have made posts of our sets but we know we're editing them and we're manipulating them we are making ourselves look as good as possible and we're throwing in captions so people can make sure that they read it even when their volume is down or if we want to really make our jokes hit we'll have the captions pop up for every single word but that chris rock stand-up was really interesting to me because seeing a comedian perform live mm-hmm. really does leave them fully exposed fully. and oh yeah not having that person in the audience to uh to go on a very classical uh sense mm-hmm. uh the moment you take a stage actor and you put them in front of a the camera they lose their aura from their presence mm-hmm. which cannot be replicated watching chris rock mess up a joke on my TV it was jarring. Mm-hmm. It goes to show, like the the like some of the real art and and craft to comedy that people who only get their comedy through TV specials and Instagram and TikTok reels really don't appreciate. To where the four of us specifically can. You've really been digging in on this TikTok comedy thing a lot lately, um, and I I. I, I get where you're coming from, right? Like it, it is an advertisement, but I mean that's like it's part of the game, right? <laughs> exactly. Like it's a TikTok or Instagram reel is not stand-up comedy, but I think it is. But the, it is the best advertisement stand-up comedy has ever had. It's a trailer. It's the perfect kind of because stand-up comedy. I mean, like you had those kinds of trailers before for like Comic View and stuff like that. You would mm-hmm. have commercials where they would play parts of people's yeah. sets and stuff like that. And it's essentially what we're getting now with TikTok. The draw is, you know, how well can you translate those like one-minute views into people moving off platform and like going and looking at your full set of material. Right. Um, That's what what one of the things that hit Matt Rife so hard. Uh, I think it's brave. He did so much crowd work. I feel like exactly. he's so dependent on that. Like yeah. his actual written material. Like that was one of my big points. It's like that. what got Matt criticized and canceled wasn't his crowd work. It was his written material. Yeah. I'm not gonna take away. He is he is excellent at crowd work. He's phenomenal. 
and that is arguably up to half of. He had a very comfortable stage presence too, yeah. right? Like that, I feel like. But his gave him the material was falling. Yeah, you know when you get into comedy, I feel like crowd work is easy to do. You know, just just riff, shoot the dozens kind of shit, right? Like go in there, tell a couple of your mama jokes. Oh, look at this dude and his. Uh, what are those, right? Like those that shit. But that is one of the I feel like I guess slippery slopes of this TikTok and internet comedy kind of thing is like you don't cut your teeth the same way stand-ups have to cut and that i kind of feel like that's what kevin or excuse me, that's what cat was talking about when it comes to like kevin hart and tiffany haddish and amy schumer and people like that it's like they, they didn't really have to cut their teeth the same way so when they are like hung out on the ropes and you know, left out to dry and be funny on their own, lots of times they fail. That's like the same shit with the Joe Rogan crowd, right? Like those dudes, Burt Kreischer, Ari Schaefer, all of them. Uh, like when when they're given the Netflix specials because they get the streams, they get the clicks, they fall short. And I, I feel like Chris, you know, he took a risk with selective outrage, but I feel like he fell short and that may not necessary. I don't think it really has anything to do with him doing it live, right? Like, because Chris is a seasoned stand-up, right? Like, he's done shows, live shows. I think it shows balls yeah. that a lot of comics don't yeah. have. I mean, he did a live special in the hometown of the woman for whom her husband assaulted him on live TV. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Like... And did his... And made one mistake yeah it's crazy yeah ball to the ceiling like absolutely and i don't think the execution was you know i'm more my my gripe is more with the right i think <laughs> my gripe is, is totally more with the material i think netflix should because when i heard it was live i was like oh i i have to be there for this yeah i think netflix should do that more often uh, how many other comedians could do a live special? Like, I will respect Chris and like Dave Chappelle. I think Chappelle could that. do a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, do you want Dave material? Because I'm honestly tired of a special. That's it. I'm not. That's it, baby. It's he, like scripted series. Like yeah. everybody hits Crystal Spray. I would love to see a scripted series that Dave wrote. Yeah. But their material now is just like. You're just trying to make this funny so you can say you can make anything funny. I would love to see a John Mulaney live set. A Conan O'Brien live set, too. I would love a John Mulaney live set. Yeah, I feel like John could probably do it now. Yeah. We're gonna end up set. with a Pete Davidson one. Oh, God. Right. Yeah, that's what we're... We're gonna request John Mulaney and get Pete Davidson. But Pete Davidson that's how Netflix to does John Mulaney. Because they're friends. Is, yeah. Um, and maybe John would be like, I'll do it, yeah. And then maybe Pete will try it. I just see Pete doing it. I'm not saying it's going to be bad, but it will be like... Doesn't Kevin have a new stand-up coming out, I would too? say... Oh, he does have one on Peacock. I just saw it today. I would I'm say John Stewart, but it wouldn't really be, like... Give you like a I don't feel like he would show. engage with the audience no, that no. much. And I feel like the audience wouldn't... If John I expect him to either. Yeah. If John did a stand up, it would be like <laughs> it would be like Neil's though, where um, it's like a one man show kind of thing. Yeah, is how I feel mm -hmm. like John's stand up. I feel like Kevin could do a live 
show at this point. But Kevin's material has kind of been like, I'm too rich to relate at, right. at this point right now, too, right? The last special I watched from Kevin was not good. Stand-up shouldn't be the goal, I'm saying. Like, no, yeah, definitely get your specials in. But, like, after you get to a certain level of fame, you can't really do the specials anymore yeah. because, like, you're a rich and famous comedian. We're going to laugh, maybe, but it'll feel like canned laughter or forced laughter. And it just... Stand-up comedy doesn't belong in a goddamn stadium. But here's the thing. All of George Carlin's best specials are when he's 50s, 60s, 70s years old. Also, I mean, when people are going to a comedy show and you're the headliner, they're already on your yeah. side. It's complicated. Oh, yeah, because, I, yeah, I mean, to Satara's point, I feel like Eddie Murphy, right? Like, I feel like part of the reason why yeah, he hasn't come back out is because he's like, dude, I'm, wait, what the fuck am I going to talk about? Y'all can't relate to me. Like, I'm Eddie fucking Murphy, bro. Yeah, yeah, sure. And, like, the way he used to do stand-up, he can't come back and do that at all. No. He said that <laughs> specific words way too much. Yeah, he wouldn't come. But, you know, yeah, if you're like a hyper celebrity, then it's all at, the more difficult. At this point, yeah, and Kevin yeah. Hart is definitely at that point for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're doing the movies with The Rock, right? Yeah. Who is like the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Multiple movies, movies with Will Ferrell. Well, I got one more topic on the books if anybody else doesn't have anything else to say. Closing arguments on stand up. <laughs> I'm a Dave um, stand forever. I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna take Dave, Dave Team needs Dave. Dave to write a scripted series. I can't already. get enough. That would be so good. I just, Dave needs become. his Louis. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Which Dave sounds like a horrible. Dave example. needs his Marin. Marin, thank you. Actually, that's better. I love Marin. I love Mark. I meant, I meant to you mention. You say it. I need uh, professional help because Hunter Biden <laughs> did a two-plus-hour podcast Marin. on Mark Marin. It was what? great. Like he started off with, "Yeah, I'm Hunter Biden, and I'm a crackhead." Like. <laughs> It's, he, he calls himself a crackhead yeah. at least three times, and it's, it cracks me up every time. I love I'm actually kind of surprised Dave hasn't done podcast yet, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I feel like he could easily knock Rogan out of the pocket, Absolutely. right? Barack Obama and, and Bruce, Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen had a fucking podcast together. Hey, Royce the Five Nine and Lupe Fiasco. That one was fire. And I don't know why they stopped. Why the fuck hasn't Dave had a podcast, right? It, all he wants yeah. to do is go up and proselytize anyway up. right now. Everyone has a fucking podcast. Even I have a fucking podcast. He had, um, what did he have? He had that one hey, thing with... Uh, plug your podcast. <laughs> he had that one I, thing with Talon. Right I'm taking a break till it gets warm. No, he had that one thing with Talon Kuali and most of it. Oh, but it wasn't yeah. like a Dave. Yeah. You know. Dave needs to do more block parties. Right, remember yes. when Dave oh, did Black Party? Best yeah. concert of all time. Yo, if yeah. Dave did more like Anthony Bourdain shit, yeah, that yeah. would be fucking awesome. Like, right, like you don't have to talk about trans people anymore. I feel like there's a there's like a list of people that we just want to do the Anthony Bourdain people, or like the Anthony Bourdain thing. No, but I want like Marshawn Lynch. I would love to just see Marshawn Lynch do the Anthony Bourdain thing. I want Dave to buy Bison. Right, like oh by <laughs> yeah, land, yeah, and then like you know, just have your own little show on there. You can cook off, do like bring Jesus and Mero to couples manage oh to couples therapy. Oh my god, yo, dude! All right, like Jesus, that was the craziest it's part like of sad life. watching the two of them, right? like Mero with his podcast with Carmelo, and I'm like, 
what made it so sad for me is they can if you go back and listen to the bodega boys podcast they will consistently joke about how that is exactly how the podcast will end and that is exactly how the fucking podcast ended bro on some fucking hollywood money (laughs) and i was like wow Wow, they really spoke that into existence. That's crazy. I gotta wash my mouth, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. Not worth sense. fighting over twenty-seven dollars a buzz. <laughs> <laughs> Last story. Last story. So things that weren't on my twenty twenty-four bingo card. Usher spoiling the biggest anime in the world. What a twist! <laughs> Before he blows up the super. Because right? uh, I'm still anticipating. This nigga said he's going to bring Magic City and Atlanta Strip Club aesthetic to the American Super Bowl. And I'm like, do you remember what happened with Janet? <laughs> I don't like, know if they're I'm, ready I'm for those chicken wings. For that one. So like, here's the thing. Magic City apparently has like some of the best chicken wings on the planet. Hmm. I believe that. To the point where it's so good that Magic City has just like a restaurant side. Like, like. It's a strip club, but there's also just like a family restaurant inside. Just the food's that fucking good. It should be a podcast on strip club wings. Yes. Hot one. <laughs> Dang. But with strip club Diners, dashes, and dives. How do we? How do we spin that one? It's just it's just hot, hot ones, bad. but it's a double entendre now, one. like oh, Jay Z. Can't take that vote too. No, we. We get, uh, what's his name, Sean? We get Sean to do it too, right? It's him and Future, right? But they just go around and, <laughs> and interview strippers while they hot eat hot wings. wings. Should just call them breasts and thighs. Breasts and thighs. Anyway, so <laughs> Usher on Instagram showed a picture of him cosplaying as Gojo from Jujutsu Kaisen and posted the caption, hashtag Rip Gojo. The first response was, Holy crap, Usher is a Jujutsu Kaisen fan. This is super fucking cool. And then everybody realized, oh shit, he just spoiled the anime. That fucking asshole. Usher has consistently been on a villain arc ever since he was handing out those uh, Usher bucks in well, the strip club. Was it, was it the Usher bucks or was it the Chris Brown birthday party? Usher or bucks. was it the T-Pain plane ride? <laughs> I don't know. Usher bucks is pretty crazy though. Like going out and tipping Where strippers with fucking money with your own face on it is like. Incredible. Listen, Hunter if Biden, we could trust. never. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like the level could—that's like Donald Trump level arrogance, <laughs> right? Like yeah. literally tipping with monopoly money, like. <laughs> that's wow. I would fight Usher. Was it like good rag week? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Was it passable? You're like, holy shit! It had to have been good like rag week. That's a great way to describe it. When did they put Usher on the hundred dollar bill? Like if you get a cashier that's not paying enough attention, like that might that might fool him. Like I'm literally I'm really surprised like nobody. Like the episode of The Wire, he's just spill some coffee on it. (laughs) Yeah, no, um, him uh, spoiling the anime is pretty fucking crazy, right? But you you said this part hasn't aired. This part has not been in the anime, right? But it has been in the manga. But when it comes to anime and manga, there is a huge constituent of anime watchers that don't read manga. So there's a manga general readers understanding. Manga typically do 
overlap. Yeah, there, but there's a general understanding that if you've read the manga, you, you don't, don't spoil, spoil it for the anime for the weeks, right? So does Usher get points for reading the manga? <laughs> yes. However, but he probably has a net loss for spoiling JJK <laughs> because the only reason I know that Gojo dies is because of Usher. Or, or is it because you should have been reading the manga all along and not waiting? Look, for the reading anime, right to left like, is hard. Oh, the the uh, Game of Thrones fans didn't spoil the Red Wedding. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And they knew it for years, years, Fair. years. Fair. And all of us, like, like we they all like, like, like when we saw Rob yeah. Stark yeah. baby like, all the time stabbed in the stomach, and they're just shit. sitting there like, yeah. we told you. We yeah. told you. We say, told you. Say what you said again. The Harry Potter fans also didn't spoil shit. That's, that's fair. It's yeah. like me when I watch people drive the wrong way to, down a one way. <laughs> I don't tell them. Just see what happens. No, we'll see what happens. Seth, you be telling people that. That's not. Wait, wait, wait. Are thing. you going the right way on the same one, one way? The same I'm on the so I'm like on the sidewalk. And it's a one way road. Yeah. And you're like. Nope, back up, back up. You got, you got to do a three-point no, turn, sir. I want to see what happens. He's on his Usher villain arc, bro. He's <laughs> like, I just want to watch the world burn. Does he <laughs> have that alli- Marvel alliteration name? I know, it's not good. Usher is like, I'm better than y'all. I read the manga. Like, you can get bent. <laughs> That's probably what he was saying. It's still <laughs> wild that he threw a birthday party for Chris Brown, and Chris Brown tried to beat up Usher at the party <laughs> that Usher threw for Chris Brown. That's because Chris Brown is a cokehead. Yes. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. I feel like admittedly. We'll never forgive him for what he did to Rihanna. Oh, Rihanna or like any of the other various. Or Karuchi, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the people whose names we don't know. That part. Yep. Anyway, (laughs) does anybody have anything else they want to cover? That'd be fun if we just ended it on that silence. (laughs) Oh, no. We're we're not going to end it on the silence because there's one thing that we always have to tell people, and that's if you are going to go and buy any of your Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon Magic the Gathering, Flesh or Blood, board games, or card game supplies, you go to tokenmtg.com and use the promo code Ziggy to get 10% off your order. Hey, yo. (laughs) Uh, And the fact that Dan dropped the ad plug before we said it is just another example that none of this is normal. normal. You guys want to plug your socials one more time before we roll out? At lots of pulp, like orange juice, L-O-T-S-O-F-P-U-L-P underscore. Star Fisher, S-T-A-R period Fisher, and the E is a three. I'm going to make it real simple for all of us and just drop your handles in the episode. Love that. Also, always. And is there anything that you guys want to plug? Anything you guys are working on right now you want the people to check out? I am producing a show at Birdman Cafe. Uh, It's a comedy show. I'll host it. Zach is also one of the comedians on said show. It's going to be February 2nd. Awesome. Awesome. So just a regular kind of stand-up show or anything. Nice. Nice. Everybody does like kind of. So, uh, that's uh, local. Where local. is it going to be at again? It's going to be in Birdhand Cafe. That's in uh, the city. 11 East 33rd, Baltimore City. There you go. Sorry. Yeah, there we go. All good. No, it's all good. I didn't want to jump the gun there. We don't want to get our listeners in Dallas a little too excited yeah. here. Uh, but yeah. I mean, if you're from Dallas. There's like a whole town in Pennsylvania called Birdhand. Yeah. <laughs> 
asterisk. <laughs> if you're from Dallas or from Birdenham, Pennsylvania, and you happen to be in Baltimore, come check out the show. <laughs> We're funny, I promise. Yes, uh, I'm sure. If, if you, you made, made it this far into the episode and haven't laughed. Or I mean, are still listening. You you know we're funny. Um, yeah. And thank you for. Or if you're on out. Pandora and you've ran out of skips, well, sucks to suck. You guys can check us out next week with more hot takes and more fire takes, and hopefully Tara and Zach will be back. And good. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Deuces. Deuces. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.